Hey now, hey now, good morning everybody, good morning to the people in New York City, good morning to the people in California, good morning to the people of Russia and Ukraine, may there be peace in both of their lives. Good morning to all you motherfuckers out there. Good morning. It is a delightful morning here today on the Coffee Schmooze Pod. I'm David Phillips. Just hanging out in my dirty studio apartment in New York City. Got back from vacation and boy, I am jet lagged. The jet lag is really just kicking in and it's it's just... Jet lag, you're just, I don't, it's such a unique feeling. It's such a unique feeling, this jet lag. It's like you're, you're slogging through. You're, you're really in a slog and it's, you're just tired. It's a tired slog and you're, you get tired because of the time change. I'm tired at strange hours of the day, strange hours of the day. So I don't really feel like I'm here. I'm here, but I don't, I don't, I'm still in the dream, you know? I'm still in the dream, the dream of vacation. My soul is still in vacation. My my soul is dilly-dallying, dilly-dallying. And I'm back, and, and unfortunately, I didn't clean my apartment before I left for um, vacation. So it is, it is a little dirty. My apartment's a little dirty. And so that's... That's something I have to deal with. That's something I'm dealing with right now. I'm facing it. And I'm going to clean it. I'm going to deal with it. But it's just so hard. It's so hard because, because, you know, when you paint where you live, painting in its essence is just like an explosion. It's, it's you're just exploding everywhere. And then the the canvas gets the paint you know but it's just a it's a th- full 360 explosion just the canvas gets the paint but everywhere else is it's it's you understand what i'm saying you're exploding everywhere but the canvas gets the paint but then the explosion exists everywhere else and so it's hard to maintain a clean living space it's hard to ma- I and mean, i'm not saying woe is me i'm not saying woe is me I live a very privileged life, but it is difficult. I'm having a difficult time maintaining a clean living space. It's just my apartment's too small. I live in too small of an apartment, but but you know, is it is there is it ever is it ever enough? Is it, is anything ever big enough? Is there ever enough money? We know the answer to that question is no. There's there's no money's enough money. That's what Lil Wayne says. No space is enough space. It's up to you how you control your space. And right now my space is fucking out of control. It's just a wild it's just a wild place. It's a wild place up in this motherfucker. But I've been like this forever. I've been like this forever. Since I was a little boy, I lived in a messy room. It was just my nature. It is just my nature. 
There's no, there's no changing of the nature. That is too strong. That is nature, not nurture. That is nature. That is the big nature. So, so that's what's going on. But, you know, my, I guess my, my one big weakness is, um, Postmates. I'm a real sucker for Postmates. For those who don't know, Postmates is a, uh, food delivery app. You know, it's difficult. It's difficult to do one of these uh, podcasts the day after you go to therapy. Because I was just doing the Postmates thing, and then this thought came up about how I wanted to get, like, really mad. Like, really just express my anger at someone. And I was like, dude, this is not, this is not the place for that. The pros and cons for that situation greatly outweigh the others. Like, the pro... Of creating entertainment content for the 25 people that listen does not outweigh the con of like the, the the familiar backlash that I could that I could receive on that account. It's just not worth it. It's not someone important either. So it wouldn't be worth it. But it's hard. It's hard to, you know, to to suppress those urges. Those are good because those those are the urges that you're like, oh, I could really I could really run with this thing. I could have a nice creative run with this, but it's not important. No one in my immediate family, no one, no one important. But it's just it's just you have to be mature. You have to be a mature adult sometimes. You have to be a mature adult and you'd be like, you know what? Eh, pros and cons of that, that I'm not gonna go down that route. I'm not gonna go down that route. It's just not the route I'm going to go down. So, it's a disappointing thing, though. Disappointing thing, because we're, we're all searching for the content. You know, we're all searching for the content. That's, that's the great challenge. That's the great challenge I faced recently with this, um, with this podcast. Is I, my, I'm, li- you know, I'm not, I'm living, I'm living a very, routine oriented life so there's only so much to talk about i have a girlfriend but i'm not going to go into relationship issues on this thing because the first of all because we don't have any we're a perfect couple but second of all even if we did have some the pros and cons the pros and cons the cons outweigh the pros there's really no benefit to that okay and then, you know, I go to yoga and the yoga, the yoga sensei did actually send out a, uh, a scolding email last night. She wrote a scolding email. There's a work study program and, uh, the work study program is like, if you go to class early and check people in, you get a free class. That's the deal. And I guess work study people haven't been showing up. And so as a result, like 
people are waiting out. The studio hasn't been opened early. People haven't been waiting outside. The teachers show up like a few minutes before class starts and no one's been checked in. It's creating a whole clusterfuck. And so the yoga sensei sent out an email like say explaining the ramifications if one person does not, if a work study check-in person doesn't, you know, notify the studio that they're not going to be there. So it's just like a bunch of flaky bitches, you know? It's all these bitches are mad flaky. You know? And I think it's tough. I think it, I would imagine it's tough to govern a body of people who aren't getting paid for their work, you know? I think getting people to not be flaky, you got to pay them. And if you the the free class exchange is nice, but these people would pay for yoga anyways. But I'm taking advantage of it. I love the work study thing. I'm not flaky at all because I went to law school, okay? And I'm fucking tough. And so I show up every Sunday morning and when I'm not there I let her know out of respect. Because I don't want to fuck this thing up. But she got a, she sent a scolding email. And then I was like, man. I felt bad for her. I was like, oh man, she's pissed. She's pissed. The work-study program. These, 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 these little yogis aren't being responsible. The hypocrisy. The hypocrisy in that. To be a practitioner, but not to, but don't, you know, but to not really, but to flake on the studio. It is poor form. I would be upset by it too. But, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's hard to govern a body of people if you're not paying them. People don't give a shit. So, so yeah, so that's the yoga thing. And then the Postmates thing I was talking about, it's like, I live up four flights of stairs, you know, I live up four flights of stairs and I can only walk the stairs so many times a day. And sometimes I'll get to the top of the stairs and I have no food in my fridge and I just don't have the energy to walk back down the stairs and go out and get food. So I order Postmates and it's so expensive. And it's such a bad, it's such a bad thing I do. It's so horrible. But that's my weakness. And I've deleted Postmates off my phone. I've deleted it. I've deleted the Postmates off my phone. But then I've decided to put the Postmates back on. Because you can't quit too many things at once. You know, you can't quit too many things at once. I've quit cigarettes. I'm done with cigarettes, you know. There's only so much you can do. You have to be gentle with yourself. And so that's that. I just was in Hawaii. I just was in Kauai this past week. And Kauai is amazing. I love Kauai so much. I'll explain it to you this way. 
when you live in New York, you can feel New York. There's a pulse. You go out and you feel the pulse, and it's this beautiful pulse. And I've never really experienced that feeling anywhere else. That feeling of a place. The energy of a place where you can just kind of plug in. And then I went to Kauai. And Kauai is known as the Garden Island. There's plants and trees everywhere. And I really felt that plug in there. I felt the vibes of the trees. The combo of the trees being on that island with that warm water was powerful shit. You could feel it. And I could feel like the trees were talking, but I can't understand what they're saying. But I know they're talking. My friend Justin, who's this black man from Chicago, told me that um, his when his grandma was on her deathbed, she said to him, listen to the trees. They're talking. They're speaking. And he didn't know if that was true or if that's just some crazy shit a, a person who's dying is saying. But I was like, of course it's true. Of course that shit's true. Why would she say that? Why would she tell a lie right when she was dying? That's an, that's an, old, that's a, an old black woman on her deathbed. Telling you the trees are talking. I believe the trees are talking. I can't understand what they're saying. Maybe I'm just too afraid to understand what they're saying. Maybe I'm just not not ready for the truth. Maybe I'm out here. I'm just not ready for the truth. But that's the thing. So the trees are talking. Those motherfuckers are talking. Those goddamn trees are talking. So anyways, I was in Kauai, and it's just, I, it's like, when you're in a, like, in New York, you don't, I don't feel big, you know, I don't feel big, because it's New York, you know, I feel active, I walk all the time, I'm walking upstairs, downstairs, but I got a, I got a little bit of a belly right now, and I, but I don't really feel it here, because, you know, you wear clothes, da 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 everyone's a little big in New York, you know? I mean, in Manhattan, everyone's, like, sculpted and hot and, like, doing cocaine and having threesomes. But but not in, uh, not in Brooklyn. Not in good old ugly Brooklyn. Brooklyn Fort Greene, where, where, the, where there's not many good-looking people. That should be the slogan for Fort Greene. Fort Greene, beautiful place. You'll find better-looking people elsewhere. The hot people live in Williamsburg and Bushwick. That's Bushwick. It's like so sexual there. It's crazy. You walk the streets of Bushwick and you're like, this is insane how sexual it is. It is so sexual there. Because for one, it's it's a Latino community and they're very sexual. That goes without saying. And then the, the gentrifiers are all people who like to go to clubs, warehouse clubs. So it's like, what do you do at a warehouse club? You take ecstasy and then you have a one-night stand. And so those are all the people there because Bushwick has all these clubs there. So it's just like everyone there is all fucky. And you walk around and it's just like, it's just a sex pot. Bushwick is just a sex pot. So that's nice. That is nice. But I was in Kauai. 
when I was surfing. And the thing is, is that I realized that, like, I'm not, a, like, when I, like, when I go, usually I would just, like, seed control to my brother-in-law. I would just be like, all right, he can pick the surf spot and we'll just go surfing. And recently that has res- resulted in poor results because he likes to surf big waves. He's a big wave surfer. That's how he likes to have fun. He likes to like confront the fear of death. And he thinks like, oh, David's a great swimmer. I can take him out to these spots. He'll be fine. And that is true in the swimming sense. I, I have not drowned and I'm fine and I can get out there and I can catch a few waves or whatever. But psychologically, I'm not there anymore. So three days this trip where I was just like surfing eight foot waves confronting the fear of death and I was just terrified out of my mind. I finally was like, why the fuck am I doing this? What am I doing this for? I do this once a year. I want to have fun. I don't need to confront the fear of death anymore. I'm not into it anymore. I just don't want to do it. I'm not, I don't want to, that doesn't heal me anymore. So I said enough. I'm not doing it anymore. You go surf your big fucking waves and I'll go have fun on the small waves. And that's what happened. So it was a big wave goodbye. It was a big wave goodbye. And, you know, that's it. I have to go. I have to. I'm hustling for an art show. I'm hustling for an art show. So it's a lot of work. It's a lot of stress. Just pushing through. Pushing through. And, um, you know. Just grinding away one one thing at a time. Working hard, grinding away one thing at a time. Thank you.